let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avido, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. on the radio one until four and then after four o'clock john and ken on demand and uh, remember we'll be uh appearing live at the pastathon which is yeah every day. show will be there every show yeah from 5 a.m to well, 10 except for what george nori except for him yeah but, up until uh, 10 p.m right uh but 5 a.m to 10 p.m uh, everybody's going to be there we'll be on from one until four and it is the last chance to publicly see ken but bring pasta and sauce and money and all that stuff, really, because that's what it's about. Before we lower him into the crypt. Well, I still have another week on the air. It's not my mm. last show. Well, it's the last so public not... uh, public viewing of your body. <laughs> okay, if that's how you want to put it. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so go to pastathon.com to find out more. But it's at the White House uh, restaurant where it was for years. And then they had that fire, remember? Yeah. Yeah, to rebuild. We, we did it a couple of years from uh, a church. The Crystal Cathedral. Right? And then uh, during the pandemic, we did it from the studio. But yeah, now, yeah, it goes on. Now we're going back to our... goes on. Doesn't matter. That's right. It never stopped us. You never right, stopped so, uh, donating. So The story that is dominating all the news today is what happened on the Rainbow Bridge. The Rainbow Bridge connects basically Niagara Falls, New York, with the Canadian side of Niagara Falls, there was a terrible car explosion, and immediately thoughts turned to terrorism. Governor Kathy Hochul of New York said the driver was traveling at an extraordinary high rate of speed. The car crashed into a median, flew over a fence, 
that was eight feet high. But she made it clear that everything we know right now, there's no sign of terrorist activity. In fact, the report started with the New York Times that the driver of this vehicle is frequently goes to a casino. Uh, and may have just been going back and forth. To, it was a local resident. He goes over the border uh, frequently to go. I guess there's a casino in Canada there. Sure. I think it's a Native American uh, uh, Indian casino, I think is what I'm reading here. It might be. So, uh, and he had a, he had, he had this, the Seneca Niagara Resort and Casino. So he had, he had somebody in the car with him. And, uh, for some reason, he was going 100 miles an hour. <laughs> See, that, that brings up the possibility of some sort of medical right. problem or, or car malfunction. And so um, it, it, it flew into the air. And then it broke into several pieces when it landed and uh, exploded into flames. Ricky Wilson, a tour guide, said he saw the car leave the ground. It hit a concrete barrier, went up, came down, and hit an inspection booth. Then there was a lot of black smoke and then a fire. I know I sound crazy, but the car was in the air and not three or four feet in the air. It was like something you see in a Hollywood movie. Wow. Yeah, there's some, there's some video of it out there. Another witness, Mike Gunther, said the driver lost control after swerving to avoid a car in front of him and appeared to strike a fence. Then he heard a loud bang and saw the flames, and all of a sudden he went up in the air. There was like a ball of fire 30 or 40 feet high. I never saw anything like that before. So best information is that this was just a horrible accident But it's a you're, casino you're, frequent goer. Yeah, but you're going, an accident is when something unforeseen happens. Yes. Like you, you make a left turn, you weren't looking, you slam into this. You're, you're, you're going 100 miles an hour. So that's not an accident. That's, that's a purpose there. Unless you had like a heart attack and your foot just falls down on the gas pedal and the car just whoop. That's weird. It because, could be an elderly casino goer that just had a medical. Uh, because if you, but if you uh, lose weird place towards the because if you lose consciousness, your your body would go slack, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm looking at more video here to see if I can. They're just showing video of the of the inspection booth that got hit. One border patrol agent was slightly injured in the crash, but they are pretty sure now it was two people that died in the accident. What we do not know is the identities. Of these people, but they must know if they're already saying that they think it was a Americans and a frequent casino goer, a right. local so resident they, that crosses back and forth. One report said no criminal record in the driver's background. All right, so they probably know this person's name; they just haven't released it yet. Right, you know, pending the family. But, and you know, the other guy's burnt to a crisp, so they don't really have a witness to explain uh, what happened to him. Oh, the other guy in the car. Unless there was some event in his life. And they're going to have to talk to people and see if something happened at the casino or he had a bad phone call or what would it be? Oh, it's true. Right. Did he, did right. he lose $100,000 on his last bet and he decided he was he was going to end it all? He, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for this to happen right at a bridge where, you know, people would think you might be trying to do something well, uh, of well, a yeah, terrorist be nature. Because obviously you slow down and they give you a wave usually at the checkpoint. You know, they do a quick profile and see if you look like trouble. So you oh, slow yeah. down to maybe just a few miles an hour and the woman waves at you and then you just go on. Right. But, uh, you know, we've both gone through the the Canadian-U.S. checkpoint. That That's not a hassle at all.
No. Although I was stopped once. And I had to pull at the Canadian border? At the Canadian border. I had to pull my car over. Wait, was like which way was I coming? I had to pull my car over because my car was filled with junk. And oh, just lots yeah. of junk. And yeah, you were kind of a weird hoarder. Actually, yeah. you just like throw stuff out in your car. Yeah. <laughs> you would. You learn, your fast food wrappers were usually on the ground there. But this was, I didn't know, I had furniture in there or something. I don't know why. I don't really Homeless remember. guy, yeah. <laughs> and so. They, they, yeah, that's suspicious. They think you've got your drugs. Or, I had to stand there and the inspectors like went through the whole back seat, pulling everything out and looking at the stuff, and looking at me like, what's wrong with you? And I said, I, I don't know. <laughs> You're right. All that should be thrown out. Well, here are Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York's words, which are just very interesting. Uh, she said, based on what is happening in the world, everyone's on edge because this is an international border. I'm not going to call this an accident yet. All we know is it was a horrific incident, a crash, a loss of life. But at this time, no known terrorism activity. I want to dial back the anxiety, but there's still a lot of unanswered questions. Well, the guy picked a bad moment. I mean, it's on at the start of a holiday, holiday weekend, weekend at, a, right. at a border crossing, and everybody yeah, is on was, high alert because of uh, the Hamas situation. Yes, and especially people would think, oh, somebody would try to pull off a terror attack by coming into the U.S. from Canada, mm -hmm. not from Mexico, where we're all watching because we think that's what's going to happen. But, uh, again, reports were this person was actually going from the U.S. into Canada. And then when they hopped the fence, they ended up in the car in, like, the other direction, making people think he was yeah. going from Canada into the U.S. Yeah. That's also what we think Yeah, was so. the situation. But um, a lot could happen with this story in the next few hours, in the next few right. days. But they're telling everybody to stand down right now. They don't. They don't think it's a... A terrorist attack. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI, AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, yesterday, around this time, it was at 3.05, we interviewed a candidate for the L.A. County District Attorney's Office. Her name was Deborah Archuleta. She's a judge, actually, in the family court system. And we talked to her. She had just been in a debate involving the incumbent who we hope will be ousted next year, George Gascon. There's another story this week that goes along with the dirty dealings of the George Gascon time as the district attorney of Los Angeles County. Uh, there is a, another prosecutor who has filed a lawsuit against Gascon. It's yet another retaliation lawsuit. This time it's because... She said that she is the one, or she may have been the one, that put out the information that the L.A. County DA's office made a decision not to file charges against a deputy in what they call a high-profile use-of-force case. They delayed announcing the decision to try to hurt the re-election chances of the then-Sheriff Alex Villanueva. This takes us back to last year, and of course the election was in November the investigation began in April of 2022. People may remember this case. It was a, a case where apparently uh, one of the sheriff's deputies used his knee. He, he, he had his knee on an inmate's neck for more than three minutes. And uh, because there was some video of this, it became like an El Segundo Times special. More outrage in the L.A. County Sheriff's right. Department. But again, you see that, you don't know the they, whole situation. They were trying the to did. turn it into another George Floyd case because it was a knee on the neck. That's right. But uh, the investigation was completed. And uh, in September, 
of 2022, the head deputy in the case, Alex Yokelson, Alan Yokelson, signed off on a decision not to prosecute. The deputy determined the use of force against the inmate was justified. Gascon, along with his chief of staff, also approved what they call a declination. That's when they decline to prosecute. Uh, prosecute. Normally, this information is immediately provided to the law enforcement agency involved, which would be the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. That wasn't the case. So because uh, a decision was made to hold off on issuing the notification. And that's where the claim is by this deputy DA that that was to try to derail or hurt Vienna Wave's re-election. Well, because Gascon and the uh, evil progressives uh, at the El Segundo Times wanted Vienna Wave out. Right. So they wanted a case hanging over his head that showed a sheriff's deputy illegally using his knee on the neck of a uh, suspect. And, right. uh, you know, they wanted, they wanted to drive him out of office. And Gascon and the, and the newspaper worked to, to do just that. Right. So the deputy DA suing said that a day before the November 8th election, she was removed from her position with what they call the integrity division. Because Gascon believed she told Villanueva that the declination disclosure had been blocked. That's where the retaliation comes in, at least according to her lawsuit. She was retaliated against and removed from her position because he thought she was the squealer to tell Villanueva. Because he was, he was squawking about this before the election. He did get a heads up from somebody. And uh, he was saying, it just shows you they're trying to hurt my chances. You know, I, I've never seen uh, a, a district attorney who has been sued by so many of his deputies or, or to see so many deputies disciplined, reassigned, demoted because of actions they took against their boss. You know, Gascon's viewpoint would be this is expected because I'm changing everything. These are old line, law and order, throw them in prison and lock away the key prosecutors. I want nothing to do with them anymore. Of course, they're upset with me. That would be his answer, right? Except he's breaking the law in a lot of cases. Yeah, because people in the normal <laughs> world think, no, this is what we like. We like people who believe in, <laughs> you know, in prosecutions the, and he, carrying out the law. He's the one who lies. He's the one who withholds information. He's the one who doesn't follow the law. I mean, there's some charges that are, are mandatory, and he re simply refuses to, uh, to file those charges. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, he's he's an abomination, and he's not changing. He's not changing things so much as just destroying things, creating anarchy, anarchy in our lives, with all the rampant theft and burglaries that are going on. I mean, I mean, it, it, that that that's his legacy. Is it created anarchy in our lives? Made everybody afraid, afraid to go out, afraid to have a good time, afraid yeah, to just live life. People are not going to conclude that this is just a coincidence that since, his, since he's been DA, which came at the end of 2020, that we're seeing all these stories yeah. of smash and grabs and no. street robberies. This and, would not be going on if Jackie Lacey was still DA or Steve Cooley or just about anybody in the history of Los Angeles County. He stands alone. He destroyed the, law, the, uh, the criminal justice system here, period. He's destroyed yeah. it. Ruined people's lives. People are living in fear. And I've never seen... Because, you know, sometimes... You know, politicians get blamed uh, for everything in the world that they don't have any direct control over. This is an exception. He has direct control over what uh, criminals are prosecuted, what criminals uh, end up in jail, and what criminals stay in jail. He's directly responsible with his policies. 
Oh, yeah. So, uh, and there was more to this lawsuit. This uh, deputy DA, her name is Amy Pence, who filed this lawsuit. And you're right, I don't know how many this is against uh, Gascon from deputy DAs. A few of them have already been resolved. One former uh, uh, head deputy district attorney since retired, Richard Doyle, got $800,000 because he says he got retaliated against uh, from Gascon for, for refusing to drop charges against the anti-police protesters who attempted to wreck a train in Compton. Remember that story? We're talking about deputy. So a jury awarded him. A jury awarded another uh, head deputy named Sean Randolph, a million and a half. Uh, same thing, retaliation, sent to a dead-end job for complaining about his juvenile sentencing policies. So yeah, this, this was, is unheard of, and it's costing us money. It was deputy DAs here who wanted to prosecute people, who wanted uh, certain sentences for these criminals. These are all good people who are and trying. And they said no, so he demoted them. Yeah. And in almost every case, it's somebody who wanted to take a bad guy, prosecute them, and put them away in prison, which is what has to be done, which is what the law prescribes. And Gascon uh, took offense. So uh, this woman, Pence, uh, also in her lawsuit, says that uh, she also complained, and this is also familiar, two new hires for the Los Angeles County uh, integrity division apparently were from the public defender's office and she yeah. complained that they were not qualified. So following her testimony, uh, they said, uh, all right, we're going to transfer you. How would you like to be on the equity action team? But yeah. then she was told there are too many prosecutors on the team. Equity, now she's he assistant action. head deputy for the central trials division, wherever that is. What kind of BS is the equity action team? What is that nonsense? Uh, it's got that word Ed, you love, equity. Anything with equity in the title needs to be disbanded. <laughs> it's nonsense. Equity. We want to level the playing field. Usually that means Just quotas. Put put bad guys in prison. That's your job. Stop. Stop. Everything has to be racially balanced in America or else uh, something's wrong with the country. Right? We have to have everybody exactly in positions based on the Stupid. racial composition of the, the country. All this stuff is... I mean, uh, I, this cannot go on like this. All this stuff is so absurd. You simply put people in prison who've committed bad acts, period. Doesn't matter what their race is or any, any other physical characteristic. It's utterly, completely ridiculous. This cannot go on anymore. And what people need to understand is that this is something Gascon did. He kept uh, bringing in public defenders. Sick of hearing Putting them in positions of power in the, the top prosecutor's Pu office. Public defenders, are, they're not who defending. sympathize, of course, with the criminals, not the victims. They don't, they're not defending the public. What they're doing is trying to let... That's uh, true. They're criminal defenders. Yes. Psych yeah, they're criminal defense uh, people. They're, they're psychotic. Uh, they're, yes, they're psychotic, period. End of story. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not an adjective. It's a noun. They're psychotic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of them, I think, was ranting on Twitter back in 2020 about burning L.A. down. because Exactly. Of the, the whole uproar over the police. And they're anarchists, communists. People who want to undermine our peace of mind, our way of life, the democratic system of capitalism, the democratic, uh, just democracy itself. I mean, we voted for all these laws that said that, you're, you're, you know, if somebody commits murder under certain circumstances, they get the death penalty. We, we voted for that. It's been affirmed several times. Just for starters, all the gun enhancements as well. Our representatives voted for gun enhancement crimes. Uh, it, it, it's it's just absurd how much he's upended. All right. Uh, we'll be right back with uh, another interesting update on just how much damage there was to the reopened 
10 freeway. John and Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. I'm just reading a story that American Airlines is taking very seriously and investigating a video which shows a baggage handler at the airport at the plane. He's, he apparently takes somebody's wheelchair. There's nobody in the wheelchair, but it's he releases it and lets it slide down a bridge chute and it's smashed into something. And Apparently, there are people that use wheelchairs that complain that when they get them back because they put them in the back, that they're often damaged. Oh, I had, supposedly some proof that some of these guys have a little game, maybe, what they play. It's like, let's see if I can get this down the chute without hitting anything. Or- when I had, uh, when my boys were small and we had uh, strollers for them, two strollers coming off the plane both collapsed into pieces as I was pushing them through the uh, L- LAX airport. Mm, two of them. So maybe they the were same. roughly handled. Yeah, before. no, I think they throw them around. It's, uh, they think it's funny. They smash them up. That's a little game they play with you because there's another guy at the bottom of the chute waiting. It was like, all right, let's see if we can steer this yeah. thing down there. At first, when I saw the story, I thought, was there a person in the wheelchair? No, there wasn't. <laughs> well, that's coming. That's next. That would have been, been pretty funny. Let's let an old guy fly. 
Uh, quick reminder that the Postathon is coming up uh, on Tuesday. Of course, Postathon is going on now, the 13th annual. You can already donate at postathon.com. It's all about Chef Bruno's charity, Cantorita's Club, with the 25,000 meals every week to kids in need in Southern California. You can also shop at any Smart and Final store. You donate at checkout. Go to Andy Vendi, Vendi's restaurant in Southern California and donate. And, of course, all the shows will be broadcasting all day from the Anaheim White House restaurant on Giving Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, November 28th. Come out and see us from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. All of your donation, 100%, goes to Katarina's Club, pastathon.com. One week from tomorrow. Right. It's November, November 30th. Right. Last chance. No, no, no. No, no, no. One week from tomorrow, November 30th, is something we've all been waiting for. What's that? Newsom versus DeSantis. Oh, right. Yes, the Fox debate. That's right. Just started to Right. And then, uh, well... The, the Sacramento uh, Bee just ran a story headline. Is Newsom losing his momentum going into the debate? His momentum. His momentum. Hmm. I don't know what that means. He's... he's he Look... I guess because he did hear it from people because of his travels to Israel and China. He looks well, kind of... That clip with Alex Michelson, everything you want to know about Newsom. When Alex Michelson asked him... What you you got this freeway built quickly? You got San Francisco that neighborhood cleaned up quickly when the Chinese president came. Why isn't it like this for everything else? And he went on about two minutes of explosive diarrhea out of his mouth, <laughs> babbling and babbling, just just making noise, just making oral noise, because he didn't have an answer to that, and he was embarrassed, and he had no explanation because he stinks uh, as a governor. And he's the not up, good when he's challenged. The update on that 10 freeway situation is, well, it's written like this. Columns damaged by the fire still need to be repaired. Although, quote, the freeway is safe for drivers. None of the damaged columns that hold up the overpass have been repaired yet. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a That's diametrically funny. opposed statement. Newsom did not uh, explain any of that, right? When he had his press conference on Sunday? Yeah. That that nothing was fixed. They just put reinforcements. And yeah, that's what they kind of did. So the repairs would include the removal of any damaged concrete. They have to patch the damage, wrap the columns with steel casings. Um, so it says here, they it says here they will be doing more detailed work. Uh, an engineer who was not authorized to speak publicly said forty five columns show clear evidence of spalling the technical term for the cracking and disintegration of concrete when it's exposed to extremely high temperatures. The heat evaporates water molecules inside the concrete, which makes the material weak and brittle. Construction crews will have to remove the damaged concrete from each column. In many cases, that damage extends to reinforcing metal known as rebar that's embedded inside the concrete and spirals around vertical lengths extending from the foundation to the freeway overhead. So so eight columns where the heat of the fire reached far deeper into the concrete. They're going to have to remove the concrete, but also the spiral of rebar. And this is going to take months. Months. And then once they were... But the freeway's safe. And I'm not going to ride on it anytime soon, but... Uh, they're going to have so to... So far, it's holding up. I, they're going to have to rebuild the columns, most likely with steel jackets uh, that they use in seismic retrofits. And grout or concrete will be injected between the jacket and the column. So there, there is a lot of faulty columns under the 10 freeway that uh, could disintegrate. But what they've done is they, they've built reinforcing structures underneath and hydraulic jacks to hold up the freeway lanes. 
Yes, but uh, and they said know, they're going. They may have to close lanes occasionally or close parts of the freeway and, in and, coming weeks. And this is going to take months. So that that happy dance he was doing on the freeway uh, last week was just a, just a load of nonsense. That that, that of course it's going to take months to to fix this. This was a very uh, temporary band aid that they put on the tent. Yeah, and where's our uh, person of interest? They still haven't found that guy. No, it's been a few days since they put out his picture. Well, they should have his address, shouldn't shouldn't they? They insisted it couldn't be a homeless guy. <laughs> so address. what's his home? Um, we see his face. Tent I'm, number six. I'm sure people have identified him. Yeah, exactly. You notice how this has all gone quiet? Where's the vagrant community? They're supposed to step forward and say, "I know who that is." Yeah, they usually talk all the time. What else are they doing all day? They talk to each other in there. No, nobody's talking. They're they're going to try to pretend that this wasn't a homeless guy who started the fire, and now has caused pretty significant structural damage to the ten. That's going to take months to fix. It's so all they all they did is they they put in some uh, uh, temporary uh, temporary structures to hold it up. Maybe this they may work. sound odd, but when I drive past these encampments, I kind of go, "What do they do all day?" And I guess, yeah, they might smoke pot or take drugs and just hang yeah, out on the tarp. I would imagine when you're stoned, it does. you don't have to do anything. No, a sense of time is yeah. not even... Because when I've got nothing to do, I get a little jumpy. But They if, don't go, I, I got a dentist appointment. Uh, I got to right. go see uh, my accountant. Yeah, you know? yeah he doesn't have, they don't have meetings. They well, don't. that's why some people prefer that they want to go off the grid. Some people don't want your life, John, they, where then, you have to be doing something. Get off my grid. Off the grid means you go out in the desert, live under a cactus. They're still living on my grid. They're under the freeway overpass. How are they bothering you? I don't... <laughs> when they're in the park, that's annoying. Oh, I... That's why they ended up under these freeways, because generally that's land most people don't really, except when they burn it, but they don't really get too worked up about it. <laughs> well, okay, well, now, now they nearly took down a freeway, so they can't stay there anymore. In fact, every one of them. Should, should have been cleaned out, right? Is Karen Bass doing that? Is she clearing out every single uh, vagrant, every mental patient, every drug addict out of From all underneath the freeways? Free, under, shouldn't that be immediate, right? Or uh, near the freeways or whatever. Because not all the freeways are elevated, but the elevated portions are the real dangerous ones. Anywhere they can do damage. Anywhere they can burn something down. And what's the over-under if they find this guy? How long before we find out that he's a vagrant? How long will that be kind of kept from us? <laughs> the stories will just be man arrested, give his name. I won't even say no known address, won't I, say anything. I wish we had a news operation that went against the overwhelming attitude of the news operations in L.A. Like one rebel, one rogue <laughs> outlet that would go after information like that and not just go along with the governor's happy talk and Karen Bass's happy talk, but tell the effing truth as to what's going on. No, they don't want to rush to judgment. I want somebody who wants to rush to judgment. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. Live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. The, the fellow we talked about two hours ago, Stuart Seldowitz, 64 years old. He was uh, at one time a deputy director and senior political officer in the U.S. State Department's Office of Israel and Palestinian Affairs in the early 2000s. Um, well, he's been featured because apparently he's been captured in videos berating an Islamic food vendor in New York City uh, about the whole Palestinian situation and being really uh, rude. Uh, he's in custody. 
they picked him up, I guess, as, as a hate crime investigation. I, but I love what he told one of the media outlets in New York, uh, because originally he denied it's him in the videos. <laughs> I did have an argument with a food vendor. It's quite possible that it's me. I mean, I've not seen the video, but I believe it's probably me. I, I regret I, the whole thing happened, and I'm sorry now. Wait, but. I believe it's probably me, and I regret it. Yes, but you know, in the heat of the moment, I said things that probably I shouldn't have said. Except he went there three different times, and at least you should they be have, able to get a hold of yourself. They haven't recorded three times. <laughs> no, he's a jackass, and he was torturing this guy for no reason. The guy was just selling food. All right. Well, we're missing our animal lover, but in the news today, uh, they're trying to figure out what's going on with the dogs. There is a mysterious respiratory illness affecting a growing number of dogs. It's emerged in a number of states, Colorado, Oregon, New Hampshire, and here in California. At least 10 cases have been reported to the L.A. County Department of Public Health. No specific diagnosis for the disease so far, but the dogs are experiencing respiratory symptoms. They're testing negative on the common diseases such as kennel cough, if you've heard of that before. Uh, they think it might be some case of acute pneumonia that progresses rapidly and becomes chronic pneumonia. I had kennel cough once. Do you... Terrible. Uh, typically, it's called canine infectious respiratory disease, ACERD. Coughing, sneezing, nasal discharge, and oh. lethargy. Oh, right? You don't want nasal discharge out of your dog. That's, no, uh, right. Can't, they uh... think you should isolate the dog at home at least 28 days after it first becomes ill. So, Quarantine the animal for at least 14 days from other dogs because it spreads like, you know, like the avian flu. Kind of. Do you think people on the west side are going to put masks on their dogs? They, they just might get that upset. <laughs> I know I'm going to see that, right? <laughs> you see masks L on Little the dogs. blue surgical masks. Oh, right. Or the, 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 the N95 masks. Yeah. They <laughs> put that on your dog. See how that goes. Uh, researchers with the University of New Hampshire's Diagnostic Laboratory may have identified a bacterium responsible for these symptoms. But it's not sure if that's what's responsible for all instances of the disease. They think it might be viral in nature. Can this jump? antibiotics are not working. Can this jump to people? That's That would be a concern. That's, that's just what we need. Well, Some if kind Deborah of Mark's pets come down with this, she better stay away if that's uh, yeah. what it is. But uh, it's kind of sad. I'm trying to see uh, if there's any fatalities so far and just sick dogs. Uh, the story that goes with this, and of course, we're just not through with the, uh, the era of people just stealing things anytime they can. Security video has captured a group of thieves who went into our Gardena pet shop, tossed little puppies in the back of a truck and took off. The pet shop is estimating the loss at $100,000. How many dogs was it? A hundred? That's uh, unless it's those uh, yippy inbred dogs from a breeder. They claim they are breed, breeder oh, dogs. Oh, yeah. Right. Some of those things can be. Well, 12 French bulldogs. I thought, I don't see too many of these stores anymore that sell dogs and, and, and you walk around, you see them in the cages. They used to be pretty popular, but. They got kind of shamed out of existence. <laughs> yeah, and some people realize that it's it's kind of it's kind of awful to support that whole industry. Right. The dogs start coming out weird. We had an inbred dog, and the thing was insane. Never yeah, should have bought it. The one that bit me. The right? one that bit you. That was the only good thing about <laughs> you. 
But you wanted the, the pure one... bread. We wanted the particular... Oh, I did what? You think I wanted that? Uh, I had nothing to do with that. Uh, they ran to where the dogs were. They grabbed the cages, dragged them out, tossed them into the van. They came in through the front door, kicked the door open, turned the light on, grabbed the dogs, and took off. Uh, they said they escaped, oh, of course, 12 French bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's, that's the, the breed. Right, that's the bulldog. They are really cool-looking animals, but... Remember bad guys shot uh, Lady Gaga's dog walker? Yes. He was walking a French bulldog? Leave it to America to have a hot dog breed for a while that everybody wants, right? Yeah, and what is that about? Just to show off to other uh, rich, snotty jerks that you yeah, have a Yeah, that you have bulldog. a designer dog. I don't know. Uh, it's a big financial loss. The dogs are worth over $100,000. We use these for breeding purposes. That's how we make a living. That's what the pet shop people said. Uh, all the dogs were moved outside. Some of the suspects were seen quickly grabbing the small puppies and throwing them in the back of the van. You can see in the video or the picture, security, their little heads just staring up like, what the heck's going on here? whole thing only took a few minutes. So now, uh, so is this... You better mean, than knocking over a jewelry store and smashing all the cases. Oh, and, and that's a good haul. I mean, that's $100,000 worth of dog there. <laughs> the pet shop is equipped with 16 security cameras and a metal gate. But that wasn't enough to stop these people who, uh, he said, they grabbed them like they were just stuffed animals and just tossed them in the back of the van and took off. Jeez. And for good measure, one of them broke into the cash register and stole $2,000 in cash. Right. Not even puppies are safe. In the George- dogs are apparently well known in the dog community, so they hope they get a tip. Yeah, as to because they got to sell them or something, right? I mean, yeah. Well, this is what we've got here. Not even a puppy is safe. Uh, <laughs> puppy is safe. All right, we got Chris Merrill coming in for Tim Conway. Chris? Well, that's exciting. That's a thrill, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a big deal for everybody involved. <laughs> we yeah. can't. Nobody can wait. And then, uh, and for you guys on uh, Friday. So, oh, is that right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't hey, know that. We, yeah, we hit the bottom of the barrel. What? So, <laughs> you did or we did? Uh, everybody, if we've all bottomed out at this point, that's it. The bar is the bar does not get any lower than that. Not not any lower at all. I uh, listen. We're going to talk about holidays and and uh, JFK assassination and all that other stuff. But I I got to give you guys kudos because as soon as that that uh, story about the the fire on uh, the ten came through, I said, listen, I don't want to sound too much like John and Ken here, but this was definitely a homeless guy that did this. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I think everybody's saying the same thing. Like, And then that photo came out, and it's like, oh, that is definitely a homeless guy. That's that a did homeless this. guy, right. 100%. Uh, not a yeah. bank president. No. No. That was not <laughs> new. It wasn't. Uh, Gavin Newsom wasn't down there starting to fire. You know? Nope. Nope. Homeless guy. Yeah. Definitely what it was. So anyway, uh, we'll, uh, we'll tell you how to make some money uh, during the holidays. All right. Uh, yeah. That's, so that's uh, coming up. Coming up. All Chris right. Merrill Good in deal. for Conway. And uh, Heather Brooker. Is that right? All right. She's got the news. That's right. Uh, in for Crozier. Live on the uh, live on KFI in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.